Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Five, four, three, two, one. Who it? It's time for episode 651 of Who Charted? The show where comedians discuss the top five songs and movies of the week. Congratulations, you have reached Checkpoint Summer 2023. I'm your host, H. Michael Cray, a.k.a. Chart Linklater, a.k.a. The Sultan of Summer, Howard Kramer. And with me as always, Brett Peter Pietro Morris, a.k.a. Starred. What's up, Starred? What's up? We're almost at July already. We are. And, you know, of course, in our last two charted, I revealed uh, the country first half of 2023 country playlist that will release for 4th of July. How about that? That's a big deal. That's yeah. coming up. Digging hard into those charts. Where um, are you gonna? How are you gonna release it? Just as a Spotify playlist, as a podcast countdown? Well, you know how it's hot down in Texas now. They got a big heat wave down there. Uh huh. Did you know that it's like 110 every day down there? Like all, all right. those guys that moved right. down there: Rogan, <laughs> Musk, Rogan's friends, right. Rogan's others. Friends. Are you just buying yourself time for the answer right now? Or are you? No, no. I'm saying <laughs> we're gonna release it on. Drone sprinkler uh, oh, okay. down in Texas because it's country. Perfect. Uh, no, we'll just, uh, I figured you'd show me how to get a list out to people, maybe on the Discord or something uh, like that. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Right on. All right. It would, have, it would involve tech help at some point. Some, well, some I mean, uh, should I build? Should I build a, a robot <laughs> that brings it to people? I got. I got. I, I need to lean on you. Of course, that. that's why I'm here. Thank you so much. Um, so we got a great summer going on. Let's meet our summer guest. Here he comes now. You know him from his live stream with his sister. That's 6 p.m. Pacific right there on his YouTube channel. And, of course, you know him every Friday on the Poundcast with Doug Pound and guests. Please welcome back to the charts, the hilarious Brent Weinbach. Hi. Hello, Brent. Hi. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi, How guys. are things? Welcome back. Uh, thank you. And, um, things are cool, you know, keeping cool so, for the summer, you know, so far. We're so excited to have you. You're a guy who kind of, I don't think shows too much skin during the summer. So we're going to be getting a layered perspective. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that but, true or is that slander? Uh, I don't. If I'm not going to do a set, I might, and it's really hot, I'll wear shorts. Oh, If I'm not doing a set that night, you know, I'll wear shorts. Right. I'll wear a short sleeve shirt. Definitely, I'll wear a short sleeve shirt. In fact, I mean, it's rare. I don't like to expose skin on stage, but I have- On stage, I'm with you. I don't like to wear shorts on stage, even in summertime. Oh, well, I'm I'm talking even arms, too. Oh, okay. I I kind of try not to expose my arms on stage, but- Do you feel that's too much realness? If they could see your arms, you just look too real? It's a stupid (laughs) thing. I heard somebody say, 
Yeah, I look too much like a real boy. I want them to think I'm as much of a wood piece <laughs> as possible. No, I the uh, I I heard Seinfeld or somebody said that you you should cover up your arms on stage. It's a professional thing or something. And Interesting. I don't. It doesn't even really make much sense. What's I don't the deal really... with these arms? Yeah, with these what's the arms deal with <laughs> What's the deal with skin exposing skin? <laughs> this I, might be a real human. <laughs> we I have. I, I, feel I, just, like, I don't know. Uh, it stuck with me for some reason. I just thought, okay, maybe I shouldn't. I but by the way, it's been really hot sometimes on stage, and I have yeah, taken yeah. off, um, you know, exposed my arms. You know, well, I I do think there's more to it though. There's something about uh, when you're telling people things or orating. There's a certain dynamic created, mm-hmm. and um, if you're just up there in shorts or something, I mean, it's just like it takes away from the dynamic somehow. <laughs> well, it might draw someone's attention. To the wrong place. Yeah, it's yeah, or it just it just helps. It just unravels the thing somehow. It's like if you took away the curtain, you took away yeah, the seats. took away the pants. I mean, it's it like just you take makes away the it pants. less. I just saw um, uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard live at Hollywood Bowl. Oh, those and, guys uh, wore shorts. The the lead guy wore shorts. I, I took notice. But I was like, yeah. it felt right with him because he's like an Australian. Yeah, rock and roll's guy. different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, saw I, I wouldn't surfers. say though. I think the, the I think yeah. your theory holds for rock and roll. For most people, you wouldn't wear AC, shorts. ACDC, but ACDC Australian gets away wearing shorts. It's hot. That makes sense. Criminals. Dimebag Daryl from Pantera used to wear shorts. But, uh, you know, a lot of times with uh, rock bands, they're not directly taught. It's not the same experience, exactly. Oh, and let's not forget about the Red Hot Chili Peppers just wearing underwear. Of course. Just wearing briefs. They went extreme. There you go. And, and, well, Flea. Shorts was dressed up for them, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Shorts was a formal. That was formal attire. (laughs) Red Hot Chili Peppers at Carnegie Hall, they they wear shorts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's when they play, they're playing the Grammys or something. (laughs) Formal shorts. It's like they just wear shorts and bow ties, black. Bow ties. Yeah, it's like they look like Chippendales kind of thing. Right. They should do that. They should. I could imagine them doing Chippendales. Red hot chipping peppers. Yeah, red hot chip. <laughs> red hot Chippendales. Oh, nice. Hey, I pay to see it. Um, I'm going to now wrap the history of court recorded music, and then we'll get into our music chart. Sounds good. Here we go. Music. We used to play LPs. Eight tracks, cassettes, and CDs. Now we download and we stream. What's next? GPT. Chat. Woo! Have you used any GPT, Brett? I've never used it. And I don't know. We'll see. I don't know if I will. I mean, not that I'm against, hardcore against it or anything. I just don't, I don't keep up with a lot of this new technology. Yeah. I find it um, totally amazing, but I find myself not, I I feel uncreative with it or something. Like, I don't know what I necessarily want to ask it. Where like so many people have these unbelievable things they're like challenging it with. And, yeah, I just yeah. I have everything I need. So what do I? You know, I, as far as you know, creatively, I got it. I got it all. So what do I need? Yeah. What do I need it for? Have you used uh-huh. it? 
No, I mean, it seems bit. like it could do certain, it could speed up certain processes, like formatting certain things. Oh, yeah. Yourself. yeah, if you want to write like an email, you don't really want to write. It'll just write yeah. it for you and you can kind of spruce it up. That kind of thing. How oh, can it do tedious tasks? Can um, it work? It depends. I mean, I find writing verses tedious, verses to songs, and it can do that. <laughs> Why would you define as tedious? What what would you like it to do? This, this well, in telling you this, this is going to sound tedious, but I just I do this other podcast um, about video game music, and oh yeah, I there's always corrections, new information being found about um, composers and who composed what, and I have to go in mm. and change them. But in order to keep the episodes in order on the feed or on i you know on iTunes or Apple Music or whatever, yeah. I have to republish everything in order. So I have to go to the blogger site and do it each one. And and I, I now only do it once a year because it's such a tedious process. So I save up all the new info that I gather and I do it once a year. But it's a long, I mean, we're talking. You shouldn't you know, have four. to do that. I would, yeah. I would not like to do that. Can chat GPT do it for me? I, don't I bet think it so, could somehow. I bet it, it could, but you'd have to prompt it and you'd have to mold it. You'd kind of be the guy building it for everybody else. Okay, so I have to build it. And then, well, I don't know how much, but it sounds like it wouldn't know how to do exactly what you want unless there's a bunch of other people who already asked it if it could do that. I just want it. I need something that will republish the the parts that are uh, that don't have corrections. You know, so it's I'll make the correction on one episode and then yeah. now republish the next ones until I get to the one where, I don't know. It seems like, you I don't could, know. If Jack you could be. type all of that in. Like if it already had the, the data of your podcast and stuff, you could just type in what you just said and it hmm. could maybe do it. Well, I, I don't believe it. I mean, I'd have to see it. I'm going to yeah. see that happen this to another podcast. This is a good new segment, Tedious Tasks. It is. Hey, tedious what, explanations what would you of find tedious tasks? And tell us how, <laughs> what, how tedious it is and why ChatGTP would be better off with it. <laughs> trying to think of some other tedious tasks. That's okay. You know? uh, Working out, by the way, is a tedious task. Hey, some find it tedious to keep up with the charts. I say, why don't we check out these tunes? What chart we got coming up? All right, we're looking at the top 40 on iHeart. The iHeart oh, nice. top 40 song chart. So this okay. is the top This five. has got to be a lot of AI involved with something like this. Doesn't seem like humans would be too involved in this. Mm. Coming in at number five. Number five. Metro Boomin' with Creepin' featuring The Weeknd. Creepin' those... Have any of you watched any of the, the weekend's HBO show? No. It, I've ended up kind of watching some of it. It is just to watch the train wreck. Um, it is amazing how much you hate his character in it and like what? his acting. What? Oh, his acting? Yeah. He's starring as kind of this like psycho cult leader, sexual like oh. guru guy to this pop star. Oh, um, oh, is Johnny Depp's daughters in it? Johnny Depp's daughters in it. It yeah. is called The Idol. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, it's funny because like we're starting to watch it just to see how bad it was. And it started out kind of good, actually. We're like, oh, wait, this doesn't seem actually that bad. But then when The weekend appears, 
it just plummets. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Uh, it's amazing. Cause he can't scenes. act he or they just have him doing wild stuff or. Well, yeah, he can't act and his, his character is just super um, like ridiculous. And he's got this r- long rat tail and he's kind of <laughs> just like conniving in her life, you know, but it almost reminds you of the, the movie Showgirls. Like okay, it's very highly over sexual. The top. Oh, oh, there's okay. a lot of sex. See, that's yeah. the problem with these HBO shows. It's too much sex. I don't want to watch a porno. I just want to watch. Yeah. Let me watch a show. Can I not? I don't want to get aroused. <laughs> Do you get aroused watching it? No, no, you really don't. But You're probably um, supposed to. That's the way the other one seemed. Uh, True Blood. It's yeah. like. Let's just let them be vampires. Why do they got to fuck? <laughs> that's what I liked about Succession. There was no sex, no nudity. I, that's my kind of show. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just get to enjoy the show. No boners. I'm not trying to get a boner when I watch HBO. <laughs> yeah. HBO that's should so- be called Home Boner Office or something, right? Yeah. You that's must have hated the real sex series. Well, I watched it. I did watch the the first, you know, the early ones. Of course. I mean, but that was a different time, you know. That was a yeah. different, you know. <laughs> I wasn't necessarily as uh, opposed to, you know, hardness right. and stuff at that time. But, <laughs> yeah. no, I mean, I, I don't know. Well, first of all, also, that those shows are supposed to be about sex. And, and they're, yeah. you know. You know what you're getting into. Yeah, but the, all these other shows, they don't need to have all this sex in it. Let's get rid of that. Let's go back to the Hayes Code. Can we get the Hayes Code back in action? <laughs> Let's bring it back. Petticoats. Um, uh, but I was going to say, Howard, you know the, the Uncut Gems version of The weekend that you uh, hated so much? Oh, him in that movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yeah, but uh, the weekend is in it, and he like he fucks his girlfriend or something like in a club, and um, it's like if you took that character oh. and just gave him an entire show where he's that character. Oh, uh, he's just like a so it's, just, it's confirming asshole. everything you've always said about the yeah. Weekend. It just sounds like the weekend. Yeah, yeah, he plays himself. Huh? Yeah, I don't. I thought when you, you said creeping. By the way, I thought it was going to be a cover of the you know. TLC a cover of cover well cover of uh, Radiohead um, no Stevie Wonder oh, okay could have been that did he do a creeping yeah it's good too Which one is that? that's a good one how does it go into my dreams dun 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 into my dreams you know I did just it what was really fun last night in the in the car. I was listening with my buddy the AI versions of some of these songs where they put a different singer in the song. Oh. And we found like a um, Donald Trump singing Creep by Radiohead. And we're just, it was so awful. Yeah. Even the AI was so bad at it that it even made it more funny. But it's a funny rabbit hole to go down on on yeah, YouTube sometimes. <laughs> to go down on. Yeah. Yes. No, it's a, uh, <laughs> it's a, uh, yeah, Trump singing uh, pop hits. That sounds. I'm intrigued by that. I'm it's crazy by with it. his voice. It just plain doesn't work, and I think it's because there's just no music. There's no breath to in it. it. Yeah, it's they're really like clipped. There's no good data to base give, it off. So give me a, it just give me a song. Insane. I can yeah, do it. By the way, I think I can do it. You oh, can Brett do can it. Do it for Maybe. us. Okay, cool. Give, give, so like, well, this he, like Chat GPT. A lot, a lot of people, a lot of people. Okay, what's the, what's the song you want me to do? <laughs> All right, let let's me try. see. Um, how about uh, Maybe I Want to Know What Love Is by Foreigner. 
Okay. Lots of people. I guess you gotta get there. Okay. Lots of lots of that lots is the word. Hey. Uh, you don't know what love is. You don't know what love is. Something like that. Yeah, it'd be something like that. Because yeah, you I don't mean, know what love is. You're not using chat GTP right now? Mm. I mean, that this sounds, is, that sounds this is, like... This is chat BW. Wow. That sounds enhanced. I mean, that's, that's amazing. What's, wait, give me another one. <laughs> give me another one. Any Michael Jackson song I can do. Mm. How about um, Man in the Mirror? Okay. They follow each other on the, the wind, you know... <laughs> And I got no place to go Cause I'm begging to know <laughs> You got like the that. good You got the good kind of like Exasperated Trump Something. Where he's like a little bit If I had to guess who that was register. singing Trump would be my hundredth guess <laughs> <laughs> Because it's hard Because I mean that's the same reason AI had trouble AI has trouble with it yeah Oh, they have trouble uh, with Trump? They have trouble with Trump. I think because his voice is just, uh, yeah, it just doesn't work for music. You can never picture him singing a melody. He doesn't elongate any notes, so it's well, like yes, you can't exactly. picture him I putting do, uh, yeah, I do th- emotion into it. I do find it hard to imagine him appreciating music and listening to music and yeah, appreciating yeah. it, you know? Can you imagine? Bobbing his head. Then again, people might say that about me, but I, but, you know, kind of bobbing his head to something or thinking, uh, you know, oh, this is really good, you know, or just right. no. you can, singing along never, or something. No. Yeah. He's a sociopath. No, he wouldn't. It's music not about him. It's not, it didn't come from him. It's just, it's, it's irrelevant. Right. It's not pushing his ball like forward, you know, right. like on in any project. Right. <laughs> I wonder what music he would like the most, though. Probably Bruce Springsteen or something. He seems right? to like no. the YMCA that he did. Da- Isn't that the song he dances yeah, to? Yeah, because it's like, you know, that's what I, I think that's the one out of touch person right. knows as like, everybody be happy right now. I'm a, I've arrived. And yeah. it's like happiness. Right. And it must be the one song he remembers like from the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> He was at uh, Studio 54 doing coke and banging models. So oh, YMCA yeah, he associates it with that. Just, yeah, super fun. <laughs> yeah. You know, he supposedly never do- did any drugs. Do you believe that? Yeah, oh, yeah I do believe that. Yeah. I think that's why he has no other perspective ex- except his own. I thought and he I did know. upwards well, or something. I thought it was like, I thought he, I could picture him doing prescriptions. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But if it was, yeah. Not like party drugs, but he never drank. Like weed or so I think his dad or drinking, or his brother was like a brutal alcoholic, something like. And that. And then also, he realized that he had an advantage when he was coming up in real estate that all these guys were drinking all the time and he wasn't. So he uh, felt yeah. like it gave him a, a, a tactical advantage. That also feels like a sociopathic move. Yeah, to just never be interested at all. I've never been interested ever in uh, oh, really? uh, drugs or alcohol. <laughs> so does that make me coming in maybe. number four? <laughs> but have you ever tried it or no? Never, never, and I never really. Will. Yeah, that's impressive. So I'm kind of like Trump. I'm kind of the Trump maybe, of yeah, comedy like in Trump. a way. You, know? you are. Yeah, I'm the Don't Trump ever, of podcast. He doesn't show skin. I can't imagine the mm-hmm. advantages that does give you. Like your you brain can? is just. No, I cannot imagine. Your brain is just never been dulled by anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I have my vices, which is, are kind of more like things that I don't do, you know, vices being, I don't, I should exercise and I don't because it's tedious. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also have bad sleep 
patterns too, bad sleep habits. So, so what are you I, saying? I, you know, He's saying you don't have another perspective. You have a very pure perspective. Mm, I mean, I th- that's what you're protecting by not taking yeah, any. Uh, yeah, drugs I am prote- protecting that, but also, you know, engaging um, other, uh, engaging arts and culture, that kind of lets you see the world through different lenses. Of course, and, of course. So that's, that's a way to sort of see things in a different way. The brain is the greatest chemical factory in uh, the world. So really just smoking pot or drinking any of this is kind of just feeble attempts at <laughs> monkeying around with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, coming in at number four. Number four, Taylor Swift, Karma. Be the glare of everyone you burn just to get there. It's coming back around. And I keep my side of the street clean. You wouldn't know what I mean. Karma is my boyfriend. Karma is a god. Karma is the breeze in my hair on the weekend. Karma's a relaxing thought. Karma is a stripper at the Rhino. <laughs> That's always a stripper. Hey, uh, she's got a lot of controversy right now, gang. Somebody wrote an article saying that her Eras tour, well, somebody just criticized it. And uh, the Swifties have gone after this writer and are saying all kinds of things and stuff. Oh, because he dared criticize it? He dared criticize it. Yeah, you don't do that him. To them. I mean... She's got a lockdown like Putin. I mean, she yeah. is kind of a dictator. She is. She's got an actual army online. Yeah. It, it, well, she mentioned the weekend there, you know, to bring it to number five, back to number five. How about five. that? Yeah. yeah. How about that, huh? Referencing other artists. <laughs> <laughs> and I, she's a country star, right? That's that's a kind she of. She started a, a, in country. Originally. Her first two albums were country. That she's okay. been pop for oh. well over a decade. Is that right? Okay. Well, so yeah. I just I thought that this was a new take on country, or maybe the country had, in general, had uh, kind of gone in a, in a certain direction. It has, but not that one. Mm-hmm. It's gone more into a hip hop direction. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. So Taylor Swift. She's growing up. She's really growing up right before our very <laughs> eyes. Uh, she is. Uh, she doesn't give you boners like HBO, right? <laughs> no, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> nah, give her a couple more years, though, maybe. <laughs> okay. Uh, that should just be a standard interview question. Right. Like, across the board. Does this give you boners? Like HBO? (laughs) Does this give you boners like HBO? (laughs) Coming in at number three. Number uh, three. Miley Cyrus, speaking of former country stars, uh, Flowers. Built a home and watched it burn. Did you know that Miley has moved on from Disney? 
She doesn't. Uh, so what is she? She does Warner Brothers now, or what? Yeah, she's uh, she's all Looney Tunes stuff. She does Looney Tunes yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> she moved on from Disney, so she's all hanging out with Daffy and Bugs, yeah. and, uh, right? And Porky, all of them. Yeah. She yeah, is a new. Lo- that would be kind of something interesting if she was in one of the new Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? One of the uh, raspy or something. Yeah, raspy. <laughs> <laughs> Raspy Rabbit, or as she was, no, no, they already got the rabbit, but um, she just would be one of those Elmer Fudd, Yosemite Sam kind of humanistic kind of ones, you know? Right, yeah. She's got critter-like attributes. She's got a, her voice is kind of, there is a, something there. Like a possum. I could see a possum talking (laughs) about (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's got a good voice. Well, there, I, when she's in 20 years, her voice is going to be really deep. She's yeah. going to be the, like Trump. <laughs> Real deep, like Trailer Park deep, Marlboro Reds deep. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, I'm, 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 I'm Miley Cyrus. She kind of has this sort of, uh, yeah, she's got that deep kind of voice. You know, that kind of fried. She got that pointer sister sound, you know, a little bit. Almost could be yeah. eventually, you know, right. in 20 years. Yeah. Kind of get that Anita, Anita pointer sound. Yeah, gravelly. Lunch Something lady. Something going voice. on in there. Yeah, yeah. It is Anita, right? The, 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 the deep one? Yeah. You know that the song Jump for My Love? It was just called Jump at first. It came out the same year as Jump by Van Halen. Yep. Oh, right. 84. Yeah. What a confusing time, huh? It sure was, and uh, they were both coming at it from different ends of the spectrum, but uh, they both came up with interesting hits. <laughs> and also, you know, only, I don't know, about five years after that, Wilson Phillips. Oh. Well, no, I, Wilson Phillips would come out with a song called Hold On the same year as En Vogue coming out with a song called Hold On. Wow. Oh. So, Three chicks think alike. Actually, in Vogue was four chicks. Mm-hmm. Just um, something interesting to think about, that these songs, they come out the same year. It's just like the movies, you know? Yeah, it's like the Armageddon, two Armageddon and Deep Impact. Yeah, or right. uh, that Paul Blart mall cop. There was another movie that was a mall cop Observe movie. Observe and report. Out. Yeah, Observe. I never understood how that happens. Like, do, yeah. do somebody read the trades and they go, oh, we got to get on this topic because it looks like they're working on Armageddon. Yeah. yeah. Or do they, well, is it just I do, It's like, it can be, uh, it can be sometimes that the studios float out a topic. Like, I remember yeah. back in the day, me and Chip would hear like, they want a cop comedy. Who does? It's just like, they want it. They're like the buyers. <laughs> they want a cop yeah. comedy. Yeah. And it's hot right now. All these writers are told to pitch cop comedies. So then if two get bought, you know, oh, it's yeah. like, oh, that makes okay, sense. that kind of a deal. And, you know, Bugs Life and Ants, those came out at the same, t- kind of around the same time, right. which is the same story. But that I heard was on purpose that somebody got fired from Disney and stole, kind of actually took so, the idea. Yeah, we're going to do our own, yeah. yeah. Bringing it back to Disney, by the way, for Miley Cyrus. So it all kind of ties back into Miley Cyrus. There you go. It all ties back beautifully. Thank you for that. Yeah, no, I, I'm glad I we never went off on that off tangent. Topic. Yeah, <laughs> glad, glad I went on that tangent in, just to show that it actually was never a tangent. Yeah, at all, not at all. Not at all. It's all connected. Um, coming in, number two. Number two. Rema and Selena Gomez with Calm Down. Another Disney person. Yeah. This 
recently it's pretty popular. The Island Boys were just city, weren't they? <laughs> Treasure Island Boys. <laughs> Treasure. That's a fun one. I think this summer a lot of bad decisions will be made to that one, right? A lot of hookups, <laughs> a lot of drunken hookups. <laughs> yeah, it's got that uh, uh, poor investments. It's got you that invest sound. in the wrong uh, stock. You invested yeah, in the wrong too. cryptocurrency. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, doing investments on your phone at the bar. Right. Uh, yeah, there's definitely kind of an islandy sound to that kind of right. Yeah. It's got I that. I believe scene. he's. Uh, I believe that singer's Nigerian. Oh really? Oh, um, that's right. It has it more of an African. It does have yeah. an African sound actually. It's got it sounds yeah. kind of like the. It's like the Boyoyo Boys meets. Um, it's I don't like know. Lion meets, King meets Disney. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Elton Lion John. King pop. Yeah, it's like Elton John basically. Um, do you guys watch uh, Only Murders in the Building? I thought you were going to no. say, do you guys watch The Wizards of Waverly Place? <laughs> Why would I Selena. have said that? <laughs> that was Selena Gomez's show. That was Selena Gomez's show, yeah. Oh, really? I worked, yeah. okay. I worked with a writer who, that was his show. Like, he, that he created that show. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, is he proud of her or does, does he think she's, I think he's proud of all the money he made and (laughs) he didn't seem to have a lot of creative choices going on in his life. Ah, he was a writer who got lucky with a kid's show. (laughs) I haven't, uh, I haven't seen the, I never saw it. I haven't seen that show actually, but I, and I haven't seen murders in the only murders in the building. It's pretty good. It's a fun show. Um, speaking of like voices, she's got a really interesting speaking voice. You would never think. Oh yeah. You you never picture her having, I guess. Is it Like at first I would, no, it's kind of like this. It's like a kind of a, like all shucks. Oh, Kermit the Frog. Kermit Kermit the Frog kind of. Yeah. Hi, this is, this is Selena Gomez speaking. Hello. I'm in my (laughs) new show. This is me, Selena T, Selena the Gomez. Um, I've been murdered in my building. I have been murdered. <laughs> <laughs> she, um, yeah, uh, gosh, I mean, these are the Disney shows I didn't watch. And when I say watch, I didn't watch. I, there was a period where I, you know, I'd come home, you know, from doing a show or something. This is in the 2000s. And they would, there was all just paid advertisement on, on TV, except for the Disney channel. And I would start watching these tween shows on the Disney Channel, and um, and I kind of you know got I was kind of got sucked into some of them because just once the Lizzie McGuire show, and then I saw these advertisements for High School Musical, and um, I actually re- thought that was brilliant. Why? It's the songs are actually good, and the. The, it's. I mean, the, 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 all the three movies are directed by Kenny Ortega, and he's a very talented choreographer and director. And it's they're really good. They're just and that they're really smart too. They're multi layered. There's a lot of depth to those uh, High School Musical movies, especially Part Three. Part Three blew my mind. I saw it opening day in the theater because I got sucked in from this Disney. Wow, show, so. you were really sucked in. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they're very like, good. You're saying like emotionally, you like cared all about the characters and stuff. Uh, I mean, I I don't know if I felt that way, but I thought I was intellectually stimulated by the the depth of the of the, uh, yeah of the the commentary it was making on uh, the form the format of film musicals. Let me just say, when we put that together with the fact that you think HBO is too racy, <laughs> but you'll go to Cheetah Girls 3 live premiere, whatever it is. And also also with a lack of any substances ever in your head. Well, yeah, that, this is yeah, my yeah, untainted perspective. My this untainted is why people take a break from reality. <laughs> the, um, this is a composite of a unique gentleman, Right. Maybe so. Yeah. Well, I just there's a lot to appreciate. Uh, High School Musical. If you look, can look past the, who it's geared towards. You know. Sure. There's actually, yeah. I truly a lot to appreciate as an adult in that, um, in the those movies. I swear to it. I swear to it. All right. I'll take a second look. Coming in second at look, number second one. Look. Wow. Congrats. <laughs> oh, so he's already I'm, seen I'm, it. I'm, all. I'm, I'm, wow. That's uh, impressive. It was the first one already. That was a great reveal. I've watched them all 17 times and yeah. I didn't know anything emotional was going on. That's how dumb I am. I'm not I'll, talking I'll about the again. Look again. But you weren't talking about the emotions. No, I'm talking about the intellectual depth and also the uh, the song writing and the, the choreography. It's and just the, crazy smart. I think it's the first and third ones are really smart. But not emotional. I mean, they're okay. I mean, it's not, I'm not, I'm not in it for that, you know? So you're saying it's like crazy, pithy dialogue or just the, the, the plot. Conceptually, conceptually, <laughs> conceptually, it's very smart. Okay. This is hardball. Well, I mean, I don't get a sense of it. I mean, you're making an outlandish claim about a Disney property. <laughs> I, I need to have some, you know what I mean? Well, the, this it's the, smart. It sounds like it's smart. It's clever. But emotionally, it's not. It's not. No, no. Emotionally, it's fine. There's, it's fine emotionally. It's, it's, that's not what I'm there. I'm not. I don't. I, I care less about that. I like the songs, and I think I the choreography is good too. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. Singing and dancing is good. Yeah. Smart. The singing and dancing is smart. It's good from an intellectual perspective. Well, I'm right. saying there's a, a lot of layers. There's a lot of layers. It's a there's it's a very layers of dancing. There's no there's layers of self reflexivity <laughs> about just the story and stuff. Yeah, the story and the yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I could try to dig into this for hours. It's really oh, funny I mean, just going back and forth. I mean. Uh, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I could in. go on too, but I don't want. <laughs> you don't want to sound too into it. Um. Coming in, number one, Miguel. Number uh, one. Sure thing. song on here yeah we got a brand new Shot song at number, number one. one who is that miguel 
Okay, he's been on before. Yeah. He's from, uh, I think he's from San Pedro or something like that. He's from San Pedro. I was just about to read that to you. I just looked oh, really? it up. I'm yeah, surprised you knew that. Yeah, I, I remember because when I found out, I go, that's weird because I always thought of Pedro as Minuteman. I go, why would there be an R&B guy down there? But it makes way more sense <laughs> there would be an R&B guy down yeah. there. Um, it's a port town, right? The yeah. Sh- all the shipping containers come in there. Yeah. Wild stuff. Um, yeah, I'm glad. I mean, that was had a fun feel to it. That sounded like a hit song. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not necessarily going to go out and listen to it, but it sounded like something people would find very popular. It's a banger. Could be summer song, song, song of summer. We don't know yet. It's not <laughs> now, did that yet been inte- decided. Brent, did that one do it for you intellectually or emotionally? Or le- did it have the layers you look for? Um, well, there was certainly, I mean, he talked about the chalkboard and uh, the blackboard and the chalk. Oh, yeah. Something that kind a, of reminiscent of school there that yeah. makes me think of high school musical. And there we oh, are again. Okay. So okay. it's all, yeah, I kind of, I can, it's I like that connection. It's all one topic, really. Yeah, it's all about Disney, but really. It all comes back to Disney. And what so, about, yeah. l- let me ask you this. Live action Disney, would you say the high school musicals, the tops of that? Like uh, we exclude that a lot of live action yeah, 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 Disney yeah. these days. Uh, absolutely. I, I, mean, I mean, whoever ma- wrote the high school musical is really smart. <laughs> and it is the, the, those are, that is the top. Well, actually, no, I take it back. It's not the top. The top is going to be Mary Poppins or something like that. I think okay, you know, something older from the sixties, you know, but, yeah. um, but, uh, you know, as far as the last 20 years, I mean, yeah, I mean, high school musical, certainly. Yeah. All right. Top I mean, but you're putting it above all the Hannah Montana stuff. Oh, absolutely. You're putting it above uh, The Rookie, Escape to Witch Mountain. Oh, those aren't musicals. Those aren't musicals. They're live di- action Disney, but not musicals. Yeah. I mean, the next, you know, yeah. The, what, what else is there anyway? Camp Rock, I guess. Or not yeah, Camp Rock. Camp I mean, Rock. Uh, yeah. It's, it, no, High School Musical, definitely. Especially the third one is a very elevated piece of HS3. work. HS3. Um, I know it's good to kind of know that like I don't know that genre movie okay high school musical far and above it's geared it's obviously marketed towards teenagers and teen you know tweens or whatever but anyway whatever I don't want people that would think HBO is too adult perhaps I I don't know I I don't even know maybe tweens (laughs) maybe tweens want to get in on the HBO action too I did when I was a tween I was interested in the the, the Cinemax. Yeah. I was interested. I mean, when I was a tween and teen, I was definitely interested in the Cinemax and those kind of channels and HBO, Real Sex and those things. Yeah. Real Sex, take five. Remember those? Yes. Oh, yeah. Course. They came Tastic down to Austin for one of those. Were, wait, wait, wait. Howard, were you, were you ever got interviewed on the street for those things? No. I could see I, you be one, being one of those. I could people. see that too, but uh, <laughs> I, I did not. That. <laughs> I almost got him interviewed by Allison Stewart. They came down to Austin and tried to like figure out why it was so cool in the nineties. Ah. Uh, it was pre Austin stories. Mm-hmm. Back to Miguel. Do okay. you guys have any memory of him as like an artist? Cause I've been reading yes. about him. He's been around for a while now. So I've never heard that. Yeah, he's the one who had that um, high school kids. <laughs> Remember that song? 
High school Are you joking? kids. Dude, dude, dude. No. He had a he had a song called uh He had a song that went high school kids, do do do. Oh yeah, yeah. like play oh, yeah. It. high school kids, do 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 like that. Yeah, I remember that. I'm yeah. telling you, if you play that song right now, I'm not that far off. It's like we're young, dumb high school kids, do 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 yeah. Do 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 Can you find that song start? All I'm seeing is Saint Young- Mi- San Miguel High School uh, graduation speeches. Oh yeah, no, like that. no, San Miguel, Miguel High on. School. Doo, I'm doo, serious. Doo. I'm looking at YouTube. I, I wrote Miguel no, for the artist. Oh, I wrote no, Miguel High School kids. Young and dumb just- and broke. Young dumb high school. Young dumb and broke. Here, okay. I'll find it. Do do do. Yeah, no, that's Sean Miguel. Oh, it went like this. It went. So doo, that's not doo. even Miguel. Same Miguel. It went like this. Do, 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 Miguel. It ends with his name. Nice. Now I guess he, he, all right, different Miguel. It's a different Miguel, my friend. This guy had Sure Thing. He had Power Trip, Skywalker, Adorn. There's a DJ named Miguel Miggs. He had a Mac Miller song. Yeah, I don't know this guy. But he's also from Pedro, huh? He's from Pedro. So it's like he's blowing up big later in his career. Oh, is he older? I guess Wild. so. Hmm. Um, all right. Well, that's the charts. A meaty that's discussion from the music stuff today. Yeah. A lot of co- a lot covered. And we'll be right back with the movie chart. Oh. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I'm H. Michael Cray, and I'm here with my guest, Brent Weinbach, and star Brent Morris. And this is the movie chart. Get ready. Movies, they used to be too silent. Nowadays, they're too sexy and violent. For most of them, Brent is not a client. People on the big screen, fucking giant. Movies. Woo! I worked you nice. in there. Amazing, customized. I well, yeah. it sounded freestyled, kind of. You know, little bit of freestyle, little bit of off the dome, little bit of tried <laughs> and true. A lot of bit of written. Okay. Yeah. Chat GPT, everything got. <laughs> it took me a long time to learn that freestyle still meant written stuff most of the time. No, it's not it's supposed to. Off the dome is what means what you want it to mean. Well, it's a bastardization. Freestyles are supposed to be off the dome, but everybody's so dumb and everybody's so false about it right. that they just started passing off written stuff as freestyles. I think in just like rap battle, like official culture, those, those started to become like two different terms. But uh, I bet well, it like ain't in right. the 80s. It, well, it ain't yeah, right. I, I prefer my freestyle off the dome. Yeah, I prefer my freestyle truly freestyled. Yeah. 
All right, ready for the movie charts? Let's do it. Coming in at number five. Number uh, five. Speaking of live action, Disney, Little Mermaid. How does this look compared to High School uh, Musical? I mean, too serious. It's a different kind of thing, I guess. But it's also, I mean, I'd like to just see new stuff being made here. High School Musical (laughs) three. I'd like to see new. Why don't we just get a new? Let's get some new stories here. More High School, yeah. Um, yeah, actually, did, don't did. they didn't remake the first High School Musical? They moved on to two and three. Exactly. You're saying do that yeah. with a mermaid? They should have done <laughs> Little Mermaid four. They, there was actually two and three. They're straight to video for Little Mermaid already. Really? But, oh, right on. Yeah, and also where she's just a land mammal at that point. I guess I'm not. You know, I don't. I don't remember. I don't know if I saw them. I saw them at the video uh, store. You know, mermaid so. in the city. <laughs> Made in Manhattan. Yeah, oh, they're very, very good. <laughs> um, the what's it called? The um, it, there actually was some high stuff beyond High School Musical three, but I didn't. Um, there was a spinoff movie, and then there was a TV show recently on Disney Plus that I watched because of being fan, a fan of the original three, and it wasn't the same thing at all. Mm. Come in. Well, uh, four. Yeah, go ahead. Number four. Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Little DMX. Back up. Oh, I thought we were boys. You want it? Come and get it. You brought a human here. I'm nobody. I ain't even seen nothing. I'm not even seeing anything right now. You know what I think would be cool with these movies? If they could really figure out how they would talk and how it would really sound. You know what I mean? <laughs> how uh, a car would sound? It's, or like when they talk, they're like, hello. Like they're yeah. inside a barn, but they sound like they're like talking from like three miles away. Like, totally. I am God. <laughs> like to me, it would pull me more into it. I could get involved. I thought you meant if they if had they, like mechanic, if they sounded like a machine, like a robe, they had more classic robots voices. Yeah. Like if they built this thing and it came into your house, I think what it should it really sound, sound like, like a, it should sound like a sputtering, like carburetor, whatever, you yeah, know, mechanical like, sound. Yeah, Even if it was articulate, it would be mechanical as yes. opposed to like James Earl Jones in a studio. Yes. Right. I'm so with you. It almost true. seems like a cartoon, but if they made it, I mean, it's like a cartoon, the way that they, the way they move, the way they talk, right? But yeah. if they were more, you know, in real, like a in, real robot, you know, in that, real life, I'm just thinking it would just be honking sounds. They'd be like, honk, honk. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe the way like, they would talk would be a the way Selena Gomez like doesn't sound like she should. It would be like, <laughs> yeah. hi, how are you guys doing? Yeah, yeah. I'm Optimus Prime. I just thought of it. 
What about what if we did? What if we made an independent style version of Transformers? You know, you can call it Who Charted presents yeah. Transformers or whatever, right? Right. I love it. And that. it's it. The robots are not that big. They're actually kind of they're smaller than humans. Actually, yeah. you know, they're they're half the size of a human, and they are real robots. And you know, they help you do things and stuff. But it's um, just a more realistic kind of grounded take on on the whole thing. Yeah, I would like to. I would still have them be Transformers, and they're trying to save the planet. And they're bigger. I would make them smaller than humans. So make them the size but of I a human. Just, I would present what they're presenting as. Yeah, like if you were standing there and a robot <laughs> came down, it just wouldn't sound like that. It wouldn't sound like it's like, you know, right surround sound, disembodied. Do you guys get? I, do you've seen those robots going around town, right? The ones that the cars, oh, yeah, the, the delivery, delivery guys. guys. Yeah. I feel so. Those make me sad. They, they I, do too. They yeah, seem so, me. but I, they make me sad because I feel sorry for the the cart. It seem they seem so right. vulnerable. Vulnerable, you know. Yeah. Anybody oh, no, can I just. Feel, I feel bad for me. <laughs> they they don't they never hold still while I'm taking a leak. On <laughs> no, uh, no, I, I do see. feel the same way. Like they have a they have a look about them that almost seems like don't beat me up. Like right, I think that's on they purpose. have a there's a natural sympathy to the design. It's, just, yeah. it's really right. hard in in Hollywood to watch them wait for the lights. Because everything's yeah. so chaotic anyway. When you yeah. when you're watching them wait for the crosswalk and they keep false starting and people get in their way, you feel bad. Yeah, for you kind of you want to just be like, let them you know let them go. Anybody you know attack? a psycho's going to kick it over. I yeah. saw. Yeah. By the way, I seen that one time. It was I don't know malfunctioning or something, but it was stuck in the middle of the sidewalk, and some people were annoyed that it was blocking the sidewalk. And I saw two people kick the thing. You know why not? Oh uh, yeah. Humans over those things all day long. Sure, it's just um, I do. It, they do make those things look really helpless, and they yeah. make them look like uh, I feel sorry for the little. Yeah, the I little forget if we talked about it, but if, maybe it came up it. on the show. But do, do you remember that story about the one yeah, of those the, robots getting the shit kicked out of them in Philadelphia? That was one of my. Oh favorite, yeah, way back in the day, when they had that ro- that friendly robot. They were yeah. touring the ro- robot around the world and like famous cities around the world, and people in like Canada were like throwing parades for the robot and and welcoming it, and then it came into Philadelphia and immediately got jumped. <laughs> and like just some group of guys just they threw the batteries shit at it, it, even though it's mechanical. Yeah, they poured cheesesteaks in it, it gummed up the works, Philly story. burned it. <laughs> yeah, but even more recently, there was a uh, viral video where that thing was like getting in the way of a homeless person or something. And then the uh, homeless person kept on having to try to get out of its way. And it's just like, wow, one more uh, calamity for humans. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing's a robot. It'll be fine. You know? Right. If I'm in that guy's position, I'm definitely kicking the robot. I would be, yeah. I would be resenting that robot. Do they yeah. deliver perishables or what? I mean, what are what are inside the cars? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what is that food delivery? What is that? Yeah, I don't know. I think it I don't is. Know. I've never. Who actually? By the way, who get? Who's that being delivered to? Has any? You know? Yeah. I mean? What how, app do you use for that? Yeah. How do I get that? <laughs> what's? I mean, what's going on here? I just maybe it's that. all just they're all just uh, feelers, you know? Like, let's see if we could send it down Coango without it getting like vomited. Oh, vomit. probably. Yeah. <laughs> everything's a test. They test each street. You know that one encampment down there on uh, Franklin? They'll fucking scratch shit into it. Don't send it by there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the early days of robot delivery is funny. All right, coming in at number three. Number three. 
this has fallen from number one within days. This is The Flash. Oh, gone in a flash. But I, I heard that this was really good. You can also destroy everything. Benjamin Affleck. Is that Batman? He's like, How many movies are these? I don't... Yeah, I think, I'm just mean. Why do they let Affleck into a whole other series? Did well, he I think he is. Is he, I think he is Batman in this again, uh, and Michael Keaton is Batman again too. It's like a one of those multiverse type of insane. things. Oh, really? They've got both. They got Tim Burton's Batman in there. Yeah, yeah, which That's people are excited about. That's interesting. Um, you know, again, they just again, throw everything at the wall at these. Everything's days. just everything is just you know just rehashing everything. Little Mermaid. Yeah. This and what was the last so one? Great. Transformers. That's a rehash too, you know. Oh my god! Everything is rehashed. There's Everything. no original ideas. Everything's nostalgia. Everything's rehashed, and it's man, uh, gosh, a, a lot of it is is Disney, isn't it crazy? Makes me glad I don't have kids. I know some of you do out there, gang, but not taking them to this stuff is fantastic. I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would just really, if I had kids and I want to have kids, I want to show them the original stuff and just keep it keep it there. They'll there find their no, way to no the new sequels. stuff. They'll find no re no rehashes. Yeah, I want to instill in them some values about hey, let's just sometimes the original. Are there any rehashes that were better than the original? Will you show skin when you impregnate their mother? Mm. <laughs> no, I want to keep it. I keep it professional. <laughs> no skin. No skin. No, no boners. Skin. I, I go Seinfeld way. Yeah, no boners. No skin. Yeah. I'll just put on the Disney Channel. Put on boner, High School Musical. Bonerless. Set the mood. Set the mood with high, H, <laughs> HSM three. Yeah. Um, straight to Disney. Your sex scenes will be straight to Disney video. <laughs> Coming in at number two. Number two. Elemental. This is an original thing. I think Pixar. Now I heard. I I just heard a piece on on the radio about this that it did it's actually doing pretty poorly oh really uh. I mean this to me from an outsider feels like emojis it feels like something like that like we got the elements let's do the elements <laughs> yeah. This so hard been broke a thousand times. Do, 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 do. They're walking through a subway. They got a Groot, something made out of a tree. I would yeah, have to delve deep thing. into this one to find out what they're doing different, but you've heard, Brent, that it's struggling at the box office. I, that's what, I just heard a, a, it was, you know, an NPR story about how, or no, maybe it was... Um, Whatever, one of those shows, you know, the business or something like that. But yeah, yeah, apparently it's um, it's 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 bombing. Apparently, suppose what I heard or something like that. Even though I guess number two, but apparently it just didn't make as much money as they wanted expected mm. it to make on opening weekend. In fact, it's one of the lowest, you know, grossing movies that or Pixar movies in a long time or something. It's got seventy five okay. on Rotten Tomatoes, which That's I think is actually mediocre for a Pixar movie, probably. Oh, it is. Okay. I'm Failure. guessing. Cancel those vacations, guys. Oh, I what I had heard is it's not bad. It's or uh, whatever. It's not bad. It's just and it's okay. It's fine, but it's just it's not doing it's not performing. It's not way. making as much as they had thought. Right. 
They well, might that be shows losing. you. They might I be mean, losing actually. See, losing if they money. did a rehash, it probably would be doing better. That's well, maybe so. Yeah, I guess that just goes to show you. It goes to show, yeah. you know. Goes to show, yeah. Well, that's a bit um, of a shame. Coming in at number one, number one, Spider Man across the Spider Verse. Be part of this. Don't even get me started on Doctor Strange and the little nerd back on Earth, nineteen ninety nine nine nine. Come on, go easy on the kid. He had a terrible teacher. Peter. Miles. Mayday. You have a baby? I have a baby. Is that Sandler's voice? Who is that? Oh, is it? I don't know. I heard somebody in there sound like Sandler. I I Sandler He kind of sounds like that a little bit. Gonna make you some jelly sandwiches. So itchy. I had a weekend. You know, you talking about the weekend earlier. You know, it almost sounds almost like some kind of Jimmy Stewart now. I mean, the my the. Oh yeah, yeah, well yeah, Jimmy Stewart. Wow. Right now, do that as do creep in that voice. Creep by Radiohead? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a creep. I'm a creep. I want to be a dark body. Loser. Perfect show. I, I actually like the uh, Adam Sandler. Um, I grew up listening to all of his albums, and I always liked his music. Like when he did the music album, I was a fan. Mm. He's got a good voice. He did a lot of Springsteen-y kind of things. Hey, I mean, he's my, he was my favorite Saturday Night Live cast member at a yeah. certain point. I mean, he, he him and um, uh, Dana Carvey, and then the Pepper Boy sketch. That's one of the best Pepper Boys. So Pepper Boys. That's one of the best <laughs> sketches yeah. of all time. Yeah, I love that. One. Love that sketch. <laughs> That's love that sketch. I love. Yeah, Dana Carvey and Adam Sandler. Those are those are the top guys for sure. So check out Into the Spider-Verse, and we'll be right back with The Hot Picks. The Hot Picks. The Hot Picks. The third chart is The Hot Picks, and the countdown's about to start. Let's see who bought a hot pick, and let's see who did not. The Hot Picks. The Hot Picks. These are the hot picks. We'll see if we did better than iHeartRadio. There's a good chance we did. And I think uh, I think this might be a first for the charts. Our guest has three hot picks. Love that. Um, the- confidently, we asked if you had any songs you've been listening to. Confidently rattled off a bunch Love of that. them. There's a of, I, there's just a lot of good new music yeah. out there. It's hard mean, to, you I know agree. what? Like that's a rare thing to hear from. Uh, you know, it's either or. It's no, like we either somebody it. has a lot of guests uh, don't always have great taste in music. So we're glad that yeah. you have well, your I, ear to the streets. Well, I don't know if you you'll like my taste in music, but I I mean or I mean you I don't know. Oh, you've it's okay. seen what I nobody in likes the past. what I pick either, so it's okay. But um, there's so many good things coming out lately, even in just the last few months, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, do you want one now? Yeah, We're well, I'll count down. Yes. Yeah. Coming uh, in number five. Number five. This is uh, Ginger Root, Nisa Mono. This is probably the, my number one of the ones I picked. But yeah, I mean. Yeah, there's no no order of quality here. Such a, such a, I'll see all the things that I can't hide. 
group? No, this is. Are you watching the music video? Uh, yeah, the, yeah. No, first of all, the music videos are awesome. They're really good. The, so the guys, it's really one guy. His name is Cameron Liu, and mm-hmm. he um, he's a filmmaker as well. And he's he made for this EP, which is called Nisimona. This is the title track from it. He made all these music videos that look like '80s Japanese TV show kind of st- stuff, you know. Okay. And, but he's and he's not Japanese, but he. Um, uh, but they shot this stuff in Japan and, um, it's just, I don't know. They, they, they did a really good job of making it look authentically eighties. And, and, um, so the music videos are cool and I don't know the music, all the tracks are really good on this, that, that EP, but that track in particular, I've been listening to a lot kind of repeatedly. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, super fun. Yeah. Those, the music videos even alone are just really impressive. I don't even know how they, the production design on them. They just have all these, the, they just paid a lot of attention to the, the detail there, making it look authentically old. Nice. Uh, coming in at number four. Number four. Uh, this is my pick, just in, in honor of the great show I saw last night, King Gizzard at Hollywood Bowl. This is their new song, uh, Gila Monster, which everyone in the audience, by the way, was singing along with, and this is like a brand new song. So they're like, they're blowing up. I don't know. I mean, the Hollywood Bowl is absolutely packed. Yeah, every everyone, the whole ball is shouting Gila monster. Gila monster. Gila, yeah. Oh, I love cool. that. That was a rocking one. I liked it. That's cool that everybody yeah. was shouting that together. Yeah. And were you too? I joined in. I had to join in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you um, sent me everyone uh, some was... video of it. And it was just funny because it looked like the same crowd as Willie Nelson. Like there's like tie-dye guy over in the corner, like yeah. just in the same venue. So it's like, oh, yeah, I remember that guy standing over there. <laughs> yeah. There's no ice cold fatties at this one, though. Oh, that's um, crazy. Yeah. Are, I, we'll talk wow. about it in Two Charted, but okay, um, none to be seen. Interesting. King Gizzard's really like, I'm really still trying to figure out, like they are so good live and it really translates amazingly well live, but it's hard to fathom that this band is like on that level of, of fame and touring at this point. Like the music is so challenging to be on that level and it's so all over the place. That it's right. just yeah, amazing to me. Like everybody in the audience, though, it's this huge smiles on their faces. They know everything. They're dancing to the whole set. It's like they've got this demographic that I didn't know existed before them, which is like this half metal, half kind of hippie sort of a you know weed culture, but long hair okay. and can go. It can be equally as into like an R and B like soul song as they are into like a thrash song hmm. okay um, interesting great band live though um coming in at number three number uh, three this is another brent pick this is pearl in the oysters pacific avenue Little 
That's got summer vibes. Yeah. Pacific Ocean View. That's fun. Yeah. Now, um, does that pull you emotionally or uh, uh, part of your brain? Yeah. I mean, uh, I would say there's something, uh, yeah, non-cerebral, visceral, uh, something that goes, that pulls, that that tunes into the body. Yeah. It makes you feel a a thing that you don't have to think about as much. And it feels, I mean, I don't know, a lot of these people, a lot of these artists these days are, you know, hearkening back to older styles and a time period that I like. And that's what's popular right now. I mean, well, at least with, you know, independent artists, I guess. And um, so that appeals to me on some sort of, you know, not pre-lingual kind of level, I guess, or something. Um, Sounds like you're into, um, like both songs almost have a similar sound of a sort of a 70s, 80s, like funk. Yeah. Uh, but like a very polished kind of funk or something, you know what I mean? Like it's it's jumpy. You yeah. Yeah. It's kind of postmodern in that way. Yeah. I, I, but I do, I like, you know, I like the eighties. I like, you know, I love the eighties. It's my favorite time, you know? And great. Well, that stuff sounds uh, like it evokes that period for sure. Uh, very interesting decade. The farther we get back, we get away from it. I mean, there's different eras within the 80s. And, you know, like the late 70s, so early my, 80s is its own kind of thing. And then yeah. things kind of change uh, by the late 80s, for sure, definitely. And I mean, there's also all these different, you know, these are not, this is not the new wave, you know, kind of sound. It's a different kind of sound, you know, these. Yeah. Be. There were different sounds in the 80s. This evokes one of them. Yeah. And it does a great job doing it. <laughs> Coming in at number two. Number uh, two. Uh, This is Howard's pick, uh, tipped off by Brent. This is Peter Gabriel's new song, Road to Joy. He's back. Now, here's the thing. I'm seeing two versions. There's a dark side mix and a bright side mix. Oh, bright bright side's the one, I think. That's what I like. I think that's more the, yeah. I say go with that one, bright. That's interesting, though. Two mixes. This is so good sounding. It's it's really good. I mean, it sounds yeah. like, you know, classic Peter Gabriel, but... Right. 100%. Like, 
But also not entirely derivative. Like he found a new right. keyboard sound or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, He's I mean, like it is a new song, and it, all the so- sounds sound state of the art. Yeah. But it's like it's, very Peter Gabriel. It's like it's everything yeah. you would want from him. Well, it's it's interesting because a lot of artists that I well I liked in the in the eighties or whatever they they change, you know, and I, I, their music doesn't resonate with me as much anymore. Like Madonna's new, you know, her new stuff. Yeah. It doesn't. But Peter Gabriel, this song sounds like this. I mean. Yeah. This is, it sounds classic and I like that. Maybe it's funny. I was, we were kind of, I don't know. I was kind of maybe commenting on things being rehashed and that's, and, and complaining about it. But I guess when it mm. comes to this, the music stuff there that I guess maybe I just, you want a little bit, if it's rehashed the right way, then right. there's a right I, way and a wrong I, way. I like that, I guess, or something, you know? Yeah. It's actually yeah. not. Yeah. It's know. a new song. I mean, it's not it's like new. they just took an 80s song and remade it the exact same but way. But also like you can't always, sometimes you run into this with like an artist who invented a sound or made their name on a sound and then people accuse them of rehashing it when they keep doing it. And you're going like, yeah, but that's their sound. <laughs> like, right, right, right. They, they're not copying someone else. That That is their sound. So, of course, I, they're going to do it again. I, I think he might be getting criticized, that criticism with this song, you know, yeah. is that, oh, it's just, you're just doing what you already do or have done. Or right. I like it. I, especially when that, that sound comes I, in. I you, find that uh, after a... Oh, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I just when it nah, I I can't even recreate it anyway. Oh, I was going to say that it seems like when once an artist moves on from their big heyday, they put out albums every now and then or they put out albums with regularity, but the ones that do well and connect with people often have an element of that heyday sound. So it's like mm-hmm. we want them to grow and progress, but at the same time it's like yeah. there's a line you got to You walk. want a nod to it at least yeah, I mean, case. even Peter Gabriel. So then in this time, he's put out some stuff. It does sound kind of like, uh, you know, what was the big one? Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer. <laughs> yeah. So you know what I mean? It, Do you, did you like Peter Gabriel, Howard? Yeah. Back, uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, back right. then, I mean. I liked him before that, actually. I like Ge- the stuff before Genesis? Sledgehammer. Genesis? No, yeah. like... Um, you know, the the monk, Shock the Monkey and all that stuff. Like, like before he had the pop turn, he was doing, like, really challenging stuff. What's that one about the flag on the hill? And he had shocked the monkey, and he was just, like, he was a little more dangerous. Um, Salisbury Hill? Yeah, Salisbury Hill. Yeah. Yeah, he's got one of the most beautiful recording studios, by the way. If you ever just Google what his recording studio setup is, uh. It's like the envy of every producer. He's got this like almost like this 360 view of like water and kind of a forest mm. right outside of it. That oh, sounds cool. And it just looks like impossibly futuristic. It's in England? Uh, I think so. It's in The um, Hobbit. It's actually possible. <laughs> it's in The Hobbit, yeah. <laughs> Coming in at number one. Number one. Brent's final pick. This is Benny Sings. This is going to... Yeah. Young I realize this is going to sound kind of repetitive at this point. No, I know this though. song. It's a great song. Oh, you do? Huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I don't know this. <laughs> this isn't Miguel. He's from Pedro. <laughs> Young heart, they're back again. 
they called? Do they have a name for this period of music? This, you know what I'm saying? It's almost like yacht rock was for yacht rock. Like, what would you call this stuff? Like, right. Well, funk? that ginger root they it describes. Oh, this part's good actually. What, what would they call this stuff? Ginger I mean, music? It's, I I call it. I have always kind of called it. I don't know, adult 80s music? Adult <laughs> it's 80s. almost know, like adult. Steely Dan, whatever it's, that Yeah, Steely Dan. Is. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of... Um, Challenging funk, somewhat jazzy. It's kind of, yeah, adult... Music school guy stuff. Something, yeah. I mean, that Ginger Root describes their music as aggressive elevator soul. There you go. That sounds right. Aggressive... I, I, yeah, some type of postmodern soul it's funk. It's like thing. FM radio funk. Or like yeah. yeah. Adult contemporary funk is is it's like yeah, early eighties. Like it's like, you know, early eighties yeah. adult 80s music. It's doobie it's kind of like T V like Michael McDonald or something. Yeah, T V. Michael yeah. McDonald, exactly. Right. Whatever that is. Yeah, it's is. not yacht rock, but it's that sort of funk like, stuff. Like it could be a um uh T V show theme. Yeah, TV theme. show theme, funk, garbled. But it's good. Yeah. I love TV show themes. Right. From the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Right um, on. They just give you a full song. Was that number one? That was number one. Right on. Not Sorry if that, that wasn't, there weren't diverse, you know, enough. You know, they all kind of ha- have that, all that's the same kind of retro I sound, like I that. guess. I like that. Shows your head's in the right spot. You're not just firing <laughs> wildly. You're sh- you're showing us something. Yeah. You, no, yeah. they're they're all three that we haven't heard on the show before, which is also appreciated. Like you're. But people pe- pick repeat tracks and stuff. Well, you know, sometimes people are like, "Oh, well, I like that new, you know, Harry Styles song or something," and then you go, "Cool, like that's fine that you like it," but you know, we have heard it. I may but, uh, I mainly learn about music from just listening to the radio, you know. Really? Well, I mean, listening to KCRW okay. or um, KXLU, you know. Yeah, it's old way, old fashioned way, still the best. I mean, the, the ginger root stuff I learned chat about because GTP of for that. Oh, ChatGPT to teach you music, teach you about music. I'm saying you don't oh, yeah. need it. You go old oh. school. You listen to the radio. Right, 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 right. I bet it will be a killer music, uh, you know, recommendation engine at some point. Oh, yeah. Like probably way beyond what we see now. Can you it'll imagine? come up with, it'll write songs that it'll, you'll like. Yeah, it'll r- literally yeah. write the song that you want. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. You just... Like Everyone I just heard... Have their own, yeah. Again, the AI stuff, I heard a Paul McCartney singing... That Gautier song, you know, the... Uh, yeah, yeah. Gautier. Yeah. Used yeah. to know. And it was like, it was kind of great. <laughs> it was like really good. It was like, oh, oh no, I know my future is going to be Chat, Chat GBT, Paul McCartney singing everything. Smash ups. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Um, I'll play a little bit of it's it because like, it was it, good. Yeah, it's kind of like when... Um, yeah, I mean, I guess people do covers, I guess, you know. Uh, I have no know. problem with it doing that. Like, that's just kind of like a computer simulation of a football game. Like, think of when we were together. That's interesting. Yeah. 
Like when you said you felt so happy you could die. He wouldn't sing it like that, though, <laughs> I don't think. I don't know. Told myself that you were right for me. It felt Sounds so like lonely in your talking voice. The type of love that it's in me, I still remember. It's kind of crazy. But like yeah, it's resignation good. to the end. He's building the up end. to the big part, I guess. Oh, so right, Paul, the, the chorus. thank you. So when we found him, we could I don't get a dime for it, you know. Well, yeah. you know, the thing about it, Howard, you know, he, when he's older, <laughs> he sounds a little bit like this now that he's older, yeah. you know, he's, he's got this sort of rash. Trump does? <laughs> <laughs> it almost does sound like Trump a little bit. <laughs> There was one where it was they do a de aging where it'll be like they'll put young McCartney singing a, a recent McCartney song, and oh. it's just like it almost feels unfair to do to him. But it also yeah, is just it's just interesting to listen to because I I think of that stuff like what would that would have sound like if he did this in the seventies, and now you can hear it and you're just yeah, like cool. okay wow huh. I like the, I like being able to hear that yeah. I mean, sometimes it gives you a new appreciation for the new stuff because you realize I, he's just doing the same thing. Uh, you I think know? I like the Paul McCartney's solo songs more than Beatles stuff. I love a lot of them. Feel that way? I, I do. For I mean, I wouldn't say more, but I I love his his solo stuff. A lot of it. I love that song Waterfall. I think it's called Waterfalls. Yeah. That one. Oh right. It, I think it inspired. Don't go Teal's. chasing waterfalls. You know. Don't go chasing polar bears, but then they. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. He mentions waterfall. It seems like the TLC song that was written by uh, Babyface, maybe right? I don't know. I but think so. Yeah, they, I think that was inspired. I don't know, inspired or something. I always like when a- I first heard the Paul McCartney song, which was after I heard the TLC song. Yeah, I remember going like, "Wait, did they take it from this?" Because seems like they he's must saying have. lyrically all the same stuff. Yeah, he goes, "Don't go chasing yeah. polar bears," and then he goes. He says, "Stick to the rivers and the lakes." Something about yeah. the rivers and the lakes, or something like that. And their waterfalls. Don't go jumping waterfalls. I yeah, think don't go jumping waterfalls. Please keep to the lake. People who jump waterfalls sometimes can make mistakes. There's something going on there with TLC, and it's also uh, you know it's like admonishing somebody. It's like warning somebody. Same too. He's also warning against getting into a submersible. I think. <laughs> hey, we did that. Some yeah. submersible. We we put out a song on one of the summer albums where yeah. basically the chorus was saying, I hope the pressure doesn't crack the hull. I hope it doesn't crack my skull. Yes. And then this thing, these this thing imploded. This imploded uh, submersible. So once again, we're right on it. Uh we said Varuk was too high, and we're telling you these submersibles are going too deep. <laughs> Um, just have a summer in a normal location, gang. That's right. It's not a. You don't thrill. have to take a risk to have fun. You in don't summer. have to risk your life to have a summer. That's Great. right. Great point. Um, Brent, thank you so much for coming on the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Anything you want to plug? Uh, well, you just mentioned at the beginning, uh, but I do this live stream with my sister on at 6 p.m. Pacific time every Monday on my YouTube channel, just Brent Weinbach. But the show is called The Chicken Coop, and mm-hmm. you can watch all the archived episodes uh, in the playlist on my channel called the chicken coop. What do you guys cover on that? We usually watch, um, we we pick a topic and a lot of it is us looking at old commercials from the eighties and just, you know, kind of 
reminiscing about stuff, but also just joking around a lot. It's just yeah. us joking. And then sometimes we break down music videos, but it's, you know, sometimes those get flagged for copyright stuff, but we kind of go shot by shot and break old music videos down from the, do the commercials 90s. ever hit you for no, that? That's, that's why we do the okay. commercials a lot is because yeah. there's no copyright issues with commercials. So yeah, eighties and nineties commercials. And then, um, yeah, it's, it's fun. The chicken coop. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, I do this podcast with, uh, Doug Loosenhop called the Poundcast, and uh, you Friend can find that show. wherever you. Yeah, you can find that wherever you listen to podcasts. You know. Right on! Thank you so much for coming in. How about you, Start? Yeah, uh, check out Play It By Ear on Dropout TV. It's where we make up a musical on the spot and kind of like the Off Book podcast, but now it's on TV and it's very fun. Season two is out now, or it's coming out. Um, and check out Comedy Bang Bang World. Right on. Check that out. Check out whochartedpod.com. You can get all the back episodes and all the preem streams. Also, check out Drop Date Duel, two brand new albums battling it out every week. And check out Grift Horse with Megan Beth Keister, the podcast where you will make hundreds of dollars from listening. And we will see you right here next week on Who Charted. Charted.